Why choose this green church? I came to TGC because I saw a place where I could grow spiritually and I also saw people who were interested in my well-being in general. They weren't actually trying to force this, um, but it kind of made me stay because I could see that it was genuine. Um, TGC make me feel like this is my home. Like I feel old. I feel like I've always wanted a place where I can showcase myself, where I can be discriminated, where I can express how I feel exactly, and that is what CGV is all about. Everything we do is based on the word of God. You don't manipulate it to our own benefit. Like, you want things to do, and that is what we That's why I love you. There you have it. You have an insightful show. Hallelujah. But I will thank you for another time, you know, gather together, you know, um, to hear from you, to feast at your table, to grow by your word, to be strengthened in doctrine. We thank you. Lord, we ask this evening that as we go into your word, we have the spirit of wisdom and revelation so that we can know you better. We pray that the eyes of our understanding is enlightened. So that we know the hope to which we are called. We know the riches of your glorious inheritance in us, your only ones. We know the exceedingly great power available to us. We ask, oh God, that as we go into your word, um, we are well taught. We understand these things. We receive tonight eloquence and utterance to, 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 to preach your word, to teach your word as it ought to be. With accuracy in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for strength to do this and to do well. Jesus, name we have prayed. Amen. So, um, I want to talk briefly, okay, can salvation be lost? Can it saved fall away? So, I want to implore us to follow to the end, okay? Don't leave at, don't um, run off at any point of the sermon with a conclusion. Please help me to, to get to the end, okay? Okay, let me just even help us with, with this, okay? This is, this, this, is what I, this is what I'm going to show from Scripture, right? Now, the one that is saved, is saved by faith, stands by faith, okay? It's a faith thing. It is a faith thing. We are saved by faith, and we stand by faith, all right? Not by works, all right? And um, we live by faith. So, the only... Sin does not, qualify, does not disqualify us. I'll, I'll explain as, as we go on. Don't forget that we've said all through the series that are saved by grace through faith, okay, without works, okay? So it's not a works thing. It is a free gift, okay? If we are to earn it, then it's no longer a gift. It is a, a wage, something we have earned, okay? So um, sin on its own does not unsave the believer, okay? But I will show that the, the believer can, can reject the salvation, okay? And... Um, and so doing can fall away. That's a conclusion, okay? But please, um, let's do this together. Let's, let's look at our scripture together, all right? So, um, Romans 1, 16 to 18. Romans 1, 16 to 18. Romans 1, 16 to 18. Thank you, Lord. Romans 1, 16 to 18. Are we there? It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, because it is the power of God that does what? That brings salvation to everyone who believes. First to the Jew, 
and then to the Gentiles. Now, this is not saying that, you know, the Jews um, um, have an error was in terms of salvation. No, it just means that this, the gospel was first preached to the Jew and then to the Gentiles. All right? For in the gospel, righteousness of God is revealed, righteousness that is by faith from first to last, as is written, the righteous will live by faith. So we'll see the righteousness of God revealed through the gospel is a righteousness of faith from start to end. Okay? It's about faith. So we said, you know, during this series, that we are saved by faith alone. Okay? But the faith that saves is never alone. The faith that saves comes with a desire, you know, and um, ability for good works. We start in Philippians. Is it Philippians 2? 12 and 12 to 13, that says that it is God that works in us both to will and to do of his great pleasure. So we'll say the one that is saved, okay, you know, as a name, the Spirit of God, working in him a desire, and not just a desire, an ability to produce good works. Do we see that? All right. We also need Ephesians 2, 8 to 10, that we are saved by grace, through faith and not of ourselves, it is a gift from God. Okay, so that nobody can boast. It now says that we are saved, you know, that, that we are saved unto good works, which the Father has prepared for us to do in advance. So we are saved by faith, not works, but we are saved unto good works. Alright, so good works is a fruit of our salvation, okay? Not what we used to end salvation, but a fruit of our salvation. We also read Romans 10. 9 to 13, that says, um, um, the word is near thee, in your heart and in your mouth. That if, if you believe in your heart that Christ, that Jesus Christ died for your sins, you know, and quest your mouth that is, that is Lord, says you'll be saved. Okay? So it says that no one calls on the name of the Lord shall be, shall be, you know, put to shame. Okay? Anyone that calls upon his name will be saved. Okay? So salvation is a gift of faith. It's a, it's a gift that we get by, by faith. Okay? Not what we earn, not about works. It's about believing and confessing Jesus. Romans 4, once we talk about um, righteousness that is apart from works. You know, it talks about Christ, God not imputing, not counting your sins against you. Okay? So the, the righteousness that the gospel preaches is one that is by faith, not because of anything you did, not because of your works, but because of the works of Christ. Okay, because of the work of Christ. So you are just, so, so you are righteous, you know, not by your works, but by the work of Christ. So we put our faith in Christ and the work he did. Alright? That must be clear. Alright? So we know from also from John 16 to 18 that the one that believes is saved. Okay? The one that does not believe is damned, but the one that believes is saved. Please help me to make sure you listen to the last three sermons on this series, okay? So you can you know, have a proper catch-up. This it, it will really help you to bless you. All right. So, how do you know you are saved? How do you know you are saved? The Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. So, you know you are saved. You just, you know, that's, that's Romans 8, 15 to 17. It says the Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are... Let's go there. Let's go there, please. Romans 8, Romans 8, 15 to 17. Romans 8, 15. To 17. The spirit you receive does not make you slaves so that you live in fear again. Rather, the spirit you have received brought about your, your, your adoption to sonship. Brought about your adoption to sonship. And by him, we cry, Abba, Father. The spirit himself, the spirit, 
that we are God's children. Okay? Now, 17, if we are children, then we are heirs, heirs of God and quest with Christ. If indeed we share in his sufferings, not that we also share in his glory. All right? This is, what, this is what we're talking about. That, you know, we just know. The Spirit tells our spirits. The Spirit bears with us our own spirits, okay? That we are children of God. So it's just that inner knowing that we are children of, you just know that you know that that moment when you, when, when you, when you um, put your faith, you know, in, in, in what Christ did for you, that moment when you, when you, when you agreed that you were a sinner, that Christ paid for your sins, okay, by dying, okay, and rose up again to give you a brand new life, and you confess him as God over your life, you are saved. Even though you may not have, may not have felt anything, some feel very joyful, some, some see vision, some see your somehow, but generally, most of us, we feel nothing. Most of us, we just know. We just know. Okay? That knowing is enough. It is the Spirit of God bearing you witness in your spirit that you are a child of God. So the devil might come and tell you, who told you you are saved? But you still lied yesterday. You still lied the first day. No. Yes, you lied. Yes. But you are still the saved in Christ. You are saved. Glory to God. So, how do you know this? The Spirit bears us witness. That we are children of God. Alright? So we just know. Glory to God. So you are saved. If you believe in your heart that Christ died for you, that Christ paid the price for your sin, that was buried, he rose up, okay? And you confess your mother is not over your life, you are saved. That is that about that. So don't let the devil sell you a lie. That, that, that what you have is not salvation. No, no. Don't let him sell you a lie. You are saved. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Alright? So we must also know this, that the gifts and callings of God are irrevocable. That God will not yank away his gift of salvation from you. Romans 11, 29, Romans 11, 29 says, the gifts and the callings of God are irrevocable. So God will not tell you that, um, Mr. Mr. Femi, give me back my salvation. You like, you like yesterday. You know, he will not do that to you. God will not revoke your salvation. All right. We also know from John 10, 20 to 30, that says that, um, that I give them eternal life and they will never perish and none will snatch them from my hands. Do we see that? So, you know, um, Christ gives us, gives us a level of assurance to the one that believes. He says he has eternal life and he will not perish. Now, this backs up what we have in John 3, 16 to 18. What we have in John 3, 16 to 18, that says, um, for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, so that what? Whosoever believes will not perish, but have everlasting life. All right. So we also see in Romans 8, 739, that says, in all these things, we are more than conquerors, for we know that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor demons, nor things of now, nor things to come, shall be separated from the love of God as Christ Jesus. See that? See that? So he said, we have a reasonable assurance in Christ, okay, that nothing can take us out of his hands. Alright? That nothing can yank us out of his hands. The one that believes is saved. The one that believes has eternal life and will live with God forever. So people may ask me, what about sin? What about sin? Can sin make me lose my salvation? Can I sin, you know, and by making mistakes, can, I, can sin make me lose my salvation? Now, ordinarily, no. Really. 
again, we said earlier that we are saved by grace through faith. If our works or sinless people could do it, Christ would have, Christ died in vain. Christ not to come at all. Okay, Christ came to death for our sins because we could not do it on our own. Alright? So, on, on his own, sin is sin on his own. Don't forget I said earlier that he has put upon, we said earlier in the series, okay, that God has put upon Christ the what? The sins of us all. All our transgressions, all our iniquities have been put on Christ. You see that. So, God is not counting your sins against you. So, so Corinthians 5.19 is he has put upon Christ the iniquities of us, of us all. That's, that's 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2. 1 Peter 2. 25. But in, in um, 2 Corinthians 5 19, he says, he says, um, he has made us ambassadors, okay? That God is employing the world through us, telling, telling, telling the world through us that God is not counting our sins against us. So our job as people is to tell the world that God is not counting your sins against you. Oh, yes, you lied. Yes, you, you, you did that. You did this, you did that. Yes, you did, okay? But God has put upon Christ your iniquities. So all you do is to put your faith in Christ and you are declared righteous despite your wrong doings. So sin on its own does not you know, make God cast you out. God factored that after being saved, yeah, you still make mistakes. It's like sin, as I said on Sunday, that when, when, you know, when you give it to a child, in that child is ability to walk and to talk and to run. But while learning to walk and talk and run, a child will fall down, try to, try, try to mis, 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 misspare words, mispronounce words. It does not make a child less than saved. The child is still I said saved, less than a human being. The child is still a human being. So also, that a believer makes mistakes does not make him less than a saved person. Doesn't something make him a sinner. Doesn't make him less than righteous in Christ. Okay? He is still God's righteousness. Okay? He's only learning how to live out his righteousness. So, so his nature does not change by his mistakes. Okay? So there are people that, because they made one mistake, they feel that the Holy Spirit has left them. So I heard a story of a woman that, you know, she lied after she got saved. Now felt God had left her. And for years, she was in depression, crying in the dark room, thinking, God, you have left me. God, you have left me. You see that? But the spirit he has, he has given us. We, in John 14, 17, it says, it says, I will give unto you, I will send to you a new comforter, you know, another comforter, that will abide with you forever. It says, that spirit of truth. Okay? So this is this, the this Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost will, is, is, is in you forever. It's not coming and going when you make mistakes. It's in you forever. Glory to God. That's good news. Alright? So we're not praying like, like, like David in Psalm 51, Psalm 51 verse 11. Well, David was praying, you know, and was praying with, with probably with his with tears. Uh, cast not from your presence. Cast me not from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. It says, restore unto me the joy of my salvation. Now people pray these prayers right now, and they pray with tears. Come on. If you want the Holy Ghost, get saved. It is not a prayer point anymore. Just receive Christ. Once you have the Holy Ghost, He is not going to ever leave you nor forsake you. He is with you forever. Remember, causing me Ephesians 1 13 14. The Holy Ghost is the seal of our salvation. He is the seal. He is the seal. It says He is the guarantee. It's a deposit guaranteeing our full redemption. Now, it's like saying, I go to buy a product in the market, and a product is two million, and I pay one M and say I'm coming back to pay the many one M. So, so the one M I paid for is a guarantee, is a deposit guaranteeing that I'm coming back to pay the full money of that product. So the only cost in you is a seal, okay, that marks you as God's own. It's also the deposit that shows that you are God's 
home. And when he returns back, you know, so second coming is coming to take you home. So that you have the Holy Ghost is an assurance that you are heaven bound. And everyone that is in Christ has the spirit. Has the spirit. Romans 8, 9. It says, it, says, it says, we are not in the realm of the spirit, in the realm of the flesh, but we are in the realm of the spirit. It says, if indeed, you know, if indeed you, 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 you belong to Christ, you have the spirit. And anyone that does not have the spirit of God is not, does not belong to Christ. So that you have the, that you belong to Jesus Christ means you have the Holy Ghost. And if you have the Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost will never leave you nor forsake you. Do you say that? So you will not mistakenly lose the Holy Spirit. Do you get? The Holy Ghost will not drop from you. It won't drop from you. It won't drop because you made a mistake. It will, it will not mistakenly fall off, fall off you. Do you understand? So you, you, you can't lose the Holy Spirit. You can't misplace the Holy Spirit. In the same vein, you cannot misplace salvation. You cannot misplace your salvation. You cannot misplace your salvation. In fact, in, in, in English terms, you cannot lose it. Lose means it lost. Not when you lose your people lose their phones or lose their pens or their virus. So you cannot, you know, lose the spirit of God. Please follow me. Again, I said at the beginning that you must follow me till the end. Okay? We have an agreement that you follow me till the end. Don't rush off here. Okay? Because I'm gonna I'm gonna balance it out. Glory to God. So the Holy Ghost is in you forever. Yes, you sin. Come on. Is why he paid the blood price for your sin. Okay? He paid the price for your sins yesterday, today, and tomorrow. He's not counting your sins against you. Please listen to, to, to the Psalms of Prefied 1, 2, 3. So you can, so you can get a full um, drift of this conversation. Glory to God. Okay? So this is the question. Can the saved fall away? If you are saved by faith, is it then possible for the saved to fall away? Interesting question. All right. I said earlier, salvation cannot be lost, but it can be rejected. The, the word there, the, you using the word lost is tricky, right? So, but you know, if, if we don't use lost, because it can it can it can imply that people can mistakenly become unsaved. No. Okay. When, when we use lost, people begin to feel like um that you know, if Christ comes now. And meets me in a mistake. I've lost it. That is not so. He is not counting your sins against you. Your salvation and your eternal life is not a matter of time and chance. Again, it's not a matter of time and chance. It's a matter of decision. Putting your faith in Christ, deciding for Christ. It's a matter of decision. So the moment you've made a decision, your eternity is secure. Okay? If you don't move off the decision you made. Glory to God. So, can the saved fall away? The Bible says so, emphatically too. All right? Galatians 5, 1 to 7. 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 It is for freedom that Christ has set you free. Stand firm then and don't allow yourself to be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Verse 2. Mark my words. I, Paul, tell you that if you allow yourself to be circumcised, Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets him circumcised that he is now obligated to obey the old law. Verse 4. You who are trying to be 
justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have what? Alienated from Christ and you are falling away from grace. So he says that even though they were saved, they began to try to fall back into the law to see, you know, to, to become justified by obeying the, 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 the requirements of the law. He says by so doing, they have cutting themselves off from Christ. Since they are falling from grace, okay, and they have been elected from Christ. You see that. So, when people um, begin to begin to try to justify themselves by works, by circumcision, they begin to wander off, off that secure place. So, it is not the sin, in this case, usually, it's not, it's not the sin that, 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 that undoes them. It is the it is the it's them moving off their faith in Christ and going back into faith in the law. Do you see that? Very, very important. Okay? So our faith is in Christ, not in what we can do. Now, once you begin to diminish Christ and you begin to exhaust your works, you are moving off your secure place. Okay? Once you begin to move off, move off the fact that Christ, the Son of God, Pay the price for your sin, people begin to in so doing fall away from their secure place. Okay? So it's not, it's not, it's not really it's not, it's not about sin, but about believing. Alright? About believing. It's about believing. So when it gets to a point where where you know where um they stop acknowledging Christ as Savior, then that's that's, that's where the issue comes in. Alright? That's where the issue comes in. Glory to God. So what saves us is making a choice for Christ. What, 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 what damns us is rejecting Christ and the price he paid for us. Do you understand? Glory to God. We call this, you know, the apostasy. When people reject, reject, reject Christ. All right? Now, for some, for usually, it is, it is a, it's a gradual thing. And this is where the issue of sin comes in. Hebrews 3. Hebrews 3. Hebrews 3. Thank you, Lord. Hebrews 3. From verse 3. Hebrews 3 from verse 3. Verse 3. Sorry, from verse 12. Verse 12 to 19. Look at that. See to it, brothers and sisters, that none of you has a sinful and unbelieving heart that turns away from the living God. But what? Including another, as long as it is called today, so that no one may be added by sin's deceitfulness. Okay, 14. We have come to share in Christ if indeed we owed our original convictions firmly to the very end. Look at that. Look at that. You see that? So we have come to share now in, in, in Christ if we hold firmly our conviction to the very end. So it is a thing, is a, a belief thing, is a belief thing. It's about belief. So all we need to do is to stay to the very end is to maintain our belief in the price that Christ has paid for us and, and, and that is Lord over our lives. So he says, don't let sin's deceitfulness lead you to, 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 to waning off your conviction. So sin does, what sin does is to make people numb to God. Make people numb, number and number to, you know, to, I don't know if it's English, okay, help me. Make people numb and numb, number, number, more numb to, to God. And many times it leads them to a full rejection. Now, several people have left the faith because, you know, they were seduced by the devil into sinful acts. They were unwilling to let go, or they were, they, they were too, 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 too much on, um, on justifying those things. For example, 
Someone, you know, I've heard this case before. Someone leaves church and says, Kinikon, Kinikon, no longer believes in God. When you find, find out the root cause, he's in love to the woman that's not his wife. So, but because, you know, the, the church does not support it, he has to find a way of justifying his action, okay? Abandons the church, Jesus Christ, just because he can marry the new love of his wife, love, love of his life, stuff like that, okay? So, sin, sin can lead, sin can add in the arts. Alright, so we have to be weary about sins, deceitfulness. Alright? So it's not the sin itself that's an issue, but what sin can produce in the life of the of the believer, okay? But what actually saves us is believing in Christ, our conviction. What keeps us to the end is conviction. So as long as you believe in Christ, you are secure to the very end. Glory to God. Alright? So the question is this do you believe? If you believe, is it love of your life? Yes, you are, you know, you're good. All right? Don't forget that we said also, we said it, sorry, sorry, that the one that really believes it will show in his works, generally. Okay? So we cannot, you cannot be valuing in sin. I'm saying, I believe. Come on. It's lot of my life. It's a lot of your life to show in your actions. Why? It works in you to will and to do of his great pleasure. Glory to Jesus. All right. Romans 11. Romans 11 from 17 to 24. Romans 11 from 17 to 24. Romans 11 from 17 to 24. Alright? Okay. Yeah. If some have been broken off, if some of the branches have been broken off, and you, though a wild olive should have been crafted in among the others, and now share a nourishing staff from the holy fruit, don't look at yourself it's to be superior to, that, to those other branches. If you do, consider this. You don't support the root, but the root supports you. Eight, 19. You will then say, branches, branches were broken off so that they could be granted in. Look at that. Granted, 20. But they were broken off because of their unbelief. See that? And you stand by faith. Do not be arrogant then, but tremble. If God, not just the natural branches, he would not spare you either. Look at that. Consider, therefore, the kindness and sternness of God. Sternness to those who fail, but kindness to you. But rather that you continue in his kindness, in his, in his kindness. Otherwise, you will also be cut off. Okay? And if they don't persist, persist in their unbelief, you will be grafted in. For God is able to graft them in again. Do you see that? So he's saying they were cut off because of their unbelief. And you, you stand by faith. Do you see that? So, and it says, if you, you know, do not continue in his kindness, you can also be cut off. Do you see that? So, what made you stand is faith. What made them cut off is unbelief. And it says that if they, if they don't pass their unbelief and they come back into faith, they will be brought back in. And that if you don't continue in his kindness, meaning don't continue in believing, you can be cut off. So, we stand by faith. We are cut off by unbelief. What do you do? The job is to hold firm your conviction to the very end. You know why Paul asked this question? In Romans 8, Romans 8 7, 9. This can hardship, you know, angels, devils, can this, this take us from love of God in Christ Jesus? Now, this, this, this is a question to the believer. Will you allow hardship, difficulty, you know, persecution, um, prayers, that, that prayers that went unanswered, the person that died and all that, will you allow that person shake you off your secure place? 
So it is see, God's side is 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 eternal, is safe. Okay, but when you allow the failures, the persecution, the suffering you went through, the mockery, all right, the time your faith did not work, all right, will you allow it to take you off your secure place? God forbid. Nothing will take you off from the love of God. So, so God's part is secure. But will you let those things make your own love wax cold? Or will you hold firm your conviction to the very end? Okay? Don't forget, it works in you to will and to do. All you, all you do is to cooperate with what is doing inside of you. Cooperate. Don't fight with it, okay? Cooperate with the work of God on your inside. Just yield. All right? Glory to God. Let's go to Hebrews 6, 4 to 7. Hebrews 6, 4 to 7. Hebrews 6, 4 to 7. Glory to God. Hebrews 6, 4 to 7. It says, that is impossible for those who have first been enlightened, who have set their holy gifts, who have what? Set their holy gifts, and have shared in the Holy Spirit, who have tasted the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the age to come. Okay? And who have fallen away to be brought back to repentance. To their loss, they are all crucifying the Son of God all over again and setting the public to public grace. Look at that. So he's saying these people, um, they have been enlightened, okay, meaning they have received God's word before. Since they have tasted of the heavenly gift. Look at that. Since they have shared in the Holy Spirit, they have tasted of the goodness of the word of God and the powers of the coming age, and have then fallen away. Says it is impossible to bring them back to repentance. Now, so he's saying that some people can go so far in Christ and fall away. Why? Sometimes difficulty, persecution, hardship. Sometimes you know, you know, um, all sorts of things get in the way. Sins, deceitfulness. And these people, because they, they, they've, they've been in so far, it's actually very hard to convince afterwards. They, they have, you know, they know all the arguments, you know, before you say A, tell you B, C, D, E, F. So they know the lines in quotes, but something has gone wrong in their heart. Remember I told in Hebrews 3, that let no one have a sinful or unbelieving heart. So yours is to guard your heart from getting to that point where you are numb to God. You have all the theory in your head, but your heart has gone numb. You have got to guard against that. Do you understand? So he's saying it's impossible for them to be brought back to repentance. Now, with God, all things are possible, right? I believe strongly that God can restore anyone. So our job is to, you know, don't rely on your talking alone, okay? Pray about it. Keep, don't give up. Keep praying about them. Never back down. Keep praying about them. Keep praying about them, okay? At this point, when, when people go that norm, you know, it's only God and the power of prayer that can bring them back. What do we do? We keep praying. With God, all things are possible. Now, with man, yes, impossible. But with God, all things are possible. So we must keep contending for such people. Alright? So have a list of friends that, 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 friends that you are worried that, that, that you are concerned about. Put their names down and put them in prayer. Decree over them, right? And tell, you know, tell the devil to take his unbelieving, to take his doubtful, his doubtful thoughts and, and, and influence away from their lives, okay? You contend for them. You contend for them, okay? That the God of this world will take his, his, his blind veil off their hearts. That once again, their hearts will be open to scripture, you know, their hearts will be open again to the light of the gospel in the face of Jesus Christ. Glory to God. So we see again that people can fall away, all right? 
We have read Hebrews 10. Let's go to Hebrews 6 or 7. Hebrews 6, 4 to 7. So that's what we just read, I think. Okay. Hebrews 10 now. Hebrews 10, rather. Hebrews 10. So the saints can fall away. All right? Hebrews 10 from verse 19 to 31. Therefore, brothers and sisters, since we have this confidence to enter the most holy place by the blood of Jesus, by a new and living way, opened for us through the cutting that is his body. And since we have a great high priest, a great priest over the house of God, let us draw near to God with a sincere heart and with the full assurance that faith brings, okay, having our hearts sprinkled to cleanse us from a guilty conscience and having our bodies washed with pure water. Look at that. Let us hold unswervingly to the hope we profess. For he who promised is faithful. Verse 24. And let us consider how we pour one another unto love, you know, and to good deeds. 25. Not giving up things together. Not giving up meeting together as some are in the habit of doing. But encourage one another and all the more as you see the day approach. So he says, the more we live in the end times, the more we need Christian, Christian relationship. The more we need to be tighter in church. Okay? The more we see the days approaching, the more we need each other. The more we need the church. Okay? So we are in the end of the end times. If people ever needed the church, this generation, we need the church even much more. If, the, if, if before they go to church once a week, we need like every day a week. You need to be inside the church. Okay? You need to be in the church groups. Participate in the church is doing. Okay? So that we can so we can, you know, encourage each other towards love and to good deeds. So we can also help each other to stand firm in the faith when things want to shake our faith, okay? We can draw strength from one another and stand strong in the faith and win together, okay? We can gang up on the devil. Glory to God. We, can, we are allowed to gang up on our issues, okay? We are allowed to gang up and to fight together, all right? We'll say one for all, all for one, okay? We fight together. We win together, okay? We are better in packs, okay? Hunting is better in packs, Glory to God. All right. So he says that it's 26. If we deliberately keep on sinning after, after we have received knowledge of truth, no sacrifice of sin is left. No sacrifice for sin is left, but only a fearful decision of judgment and a reading of fire that will consume the enemies of God. 28. Anyone who rejected the law of Moses died without mercy on the testimony of two or three witnesses. How much more severely do you think someone has to be punished who has trampled the Son of God under foot? Who has treated as an only as an unholy thing the blood of the covenant that sanctified them? Who has insulted the spirit of grace? Look at that. For we know him who said, It is mine to avenge, and I will repay. And again, the Lord will judge his people. See 31. It is a dreadful thing to fall into the hands of the living God. That is true. Remember those days, those earlier days. Look at this. So he's telling these people, people, he's telling the same people, he's telling them not to fall back. The same people, please follow me. Those earlier days, after, after you received the light, after you had received the light, when you endured in great conflict, in great conflict full of suffering, 
Sometimes we are publicly exposed to to insult and persecution. At, at other times, you stood side by side with those who have been who have been so treated. Look at them. Thirty-four. You suffered along those who, uh, suffered along with those in prison, and joyfully accepted the confiscation of property. Take it again. Thirty-four. You suffered along with those in prison, and joyfully accepted the confiscation of your property because you knew that you yourselves had better and lasting possession. So he's saying that in those early days, you know, you were great persecution. You were mocked. You were ridiculed. You were, you, you, you were, you were in prison. You know, you were, those who were imprisoned also. Okay? They even took your properties, okay? And you took it with joy. Right? It says 35. So do not throw away your confidence. It will be richly rewarded. So he's saying, don't throw this away. Endure. 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 Maintain your conviction. Okay, old, old, unswervingly to the hope we profess. 36. You need to persevere. Look at that. So that when you have done the will of God, you receive what He has promised. You see that? For in just a little while, He who is coming will come and will not delay. Hold on till the end. And 38. And, and 38. And. But my righteous one will live by faith, and I take no pleasure in one who shrinks back. So people can shrink back, but he says, You do not shrink back, persevere to the end. 39. I love this. He says, But we don't belong to those who shrink back and are destroyed, okay? But to those who have faith. And are saved. So he's saying, you don't have to shrink back. Yes, some, some, some shrink back. You don't have to shrink back. Hold firm to your, to, to, to your conviction. How? Maintain your faith. I'm saved by grace through faith. My salvation is a gift from God. Do not allow anything in life to shake you off of salvation. Christ is my Lord. And that is so forever. I'm not turning back. Okay? So I'm saved by faith. I live by faith. I stand by faith. So I must do everything. Okay? To so stand by faith. What how? You know? Enjoying the assembly of brethren. Not toiling with sin. Not toiling with doubt. Romans 12, Romans 12, Romans 12, 11, 11, 11 talks about that you must maintain your spiritual favor. It is on you to maintain your spiritual favor. It is on you to maintain your spiritual favor. Okay? It is on you. Okay, to keep the fire burning. Don't get cold. So it is not about sin. Okay, it's about faith and believing and, and confessing Christ as Lord. All right. So what damns people is unbelief, and mostly this, 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 this is putting more accurately. People go from you know that in their heart to outrightly rejecting Jesus, to saying this Jesus is no more my Lord. That is what they call the apostasy. The apostasy. When people reject Jesus, don't forget that God made man with a will, a power of choice. And because God loves you, you know, he, he has to abide by your choices. Now, for example, now when, when, when little children, you know, mess up and say, Daddy, I don't want you again. You're not my dad. I don't like you again. You don't buy this for me. You're not better for me. You're not my daddy and all that kind of stuff. What do parents do? I'm on day right? We don't take it seriously. But when a mature person has shown in Hebrews 6 
says, I'm not doing it again. That is a mature decision. And God would, God would have to accept, it, accept your destination. Would have to accept your choice. Alright? Because we are created with a will. Even the first man had a will. So man is by nature a creature of will. Okay? And God is bound to, you know, to, to, to accept our decisions. Even when it hurts him. Yes, some people, you know, out of being spiritual babies, okay, they rant, this God, I don't like him, he didn't do this, he didn't do that, I'm not doing it again, another, but between them and God, they know they don't really mean it. They know they are angry, they are, they are hurt by God, you know, they feel that God has offended them, they feel hurt by God, they feel forsaken, right? But between them and God, they, they both know what they are saying, eh? it's not inside, inside. There's a pain, there's a pain that's betting that, that, that talk. And now in that case, you know, mostly I will say, that person is still saved, okay? Just ranting and going through a face. Alright? But really, you can get to a point where it is real and God would have to accept it. Do you understand? Do you understand? Glory to God. So what, what should you do when you see a brother or sister towing this, you know, this route? Pray. Ah, pray. Paul, Paul said Galatian Church, says, my, my dear children, for whom I labor again, in pains of childbirth, until Christ is formed in you. So some people requires you laboring over them, you know, again. And the Bible says, I labor again in pains of childbirth. Meaning that Paul had labored before. But there was now a fresh problem that requires a new labor. So there are people that you need to labor for again, again, again. But will you give up? No, glory to God. No good parent gives up on his children. So we keep going. We keep going after the one that wanders away. We go after them. Okay? That is the love of Christ that will leave no one behind. When even annoy us and say us, we leave no one behind. Their doubts might, might, might hurt us, make us cry, you know, might really pain, might say hurtful things, do hurtful things. But will you give up? No. Why? The love of Christ compels us. Hallelujah. Okay? So, we are saved by believing. We stand by believing. We live forever by faith. So, the one that believes is saved forever. It's a matter of believing. So, what should you do? Guard your believing. Guard your heart. Okay? Don't let unbelief sit down there. Yes, we have questions. I have my questions also. Okay? I have things I don't understand yet. Will I give up? No. This is my case. Okay? To know God on this earth. To know all there is to know about God. You know, as, 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 as much as possible on, on this earth. To know God. To know God. To know the answers to the questions. To know those ones that I, I don't understand. I keep contending in prayer. I contend in study. I research. I read my Bible and all that. I pray. But for adventure, there are things I don't understand. I intend to take them to heaven with me. And tell Jesus... Now, you said so and so and so and so, but this is what I experienced. This is what I saw around me. What exactly went wrong here? What happened here? I will hear his answer. And I know that when I hear his answer, I will be satisfied. I know that when he talks to me, I will be satisfied. So I know that one day, either here or in, in heaven, all my questions will be answered. Why? I, I just know. I just trust him. I just trust him. I just trust him. 
I just trust him. I just know that God is good. Even when, you know, even, even in times when it doesn't feel like it is good or things are good around me, I just trust that he's good. I trust he's good. I trust in the goodness of God. And I've taken my stand that it's on this, I will live on this hill. If I have to die, I will die on this hill, okay? That God is my God. I will serve him all my days, okay? He loves me. He came to earth. He died for me. He rose again for me. So I've put my faith, my, my faith on this. And herein I stand. Herein I will live. And on this hill, I will live forever. Till I'm old and gray. And I'll go to, uh, uh, and I'll go on to be with him. But I will not move from this ground. I've made up my mind. I've decided to follow Jesus. I will not turn back. I will not back down. Nothing will take me off the love of God as in Christ. Not hardship. Not persecution. Not mockery. Nothing will take me off the love of God as in Christ. So I have decided I will serve the Lord. I will serve the Lord. I will serve the Lord. No turning back. No turning back. Oh, the cross before me. The world behind me. I'm not going to turn back. No turning back. The cross before me. The world behind me. No turning back. No turning back. No turning back. So that on that day, when Christ returns, you know, either before or after I'm gone, I will be with him in the air and I will reign forever with him. Hallelujah. Glory to God. So if you're in the house tonight, you are watching online, listening online, on YouTube or speaker, whatever you are, and you want to, you want to make this choice to, to, to belong to Christ and to live forever with him, to have him put upon, you know, to put up, upon on his account your sins. I'm putting your account righteousness. Can you just rise up with me? Just say after me. Lord Jesus, I want in. I want to live forever with you. I want your spirit inside of me. I want to live on this earth with you and to reign forever with you. So therefore today, I believe you died for me. You paid the price for my sin. So you put my sin in your own account and put righteousness in my account. So therefore today, I believe this and I accept you. I, I declare you as Lord over my life. Today, I am born again. Now, it's as simple as that, okay? You said a prayer with me, you are born again. So, help us to help you understand and walk this journey. Send us an email to info at thisgreenchurch.org. Info at thisgreenchurch.org. Hallelujah. Just give him thanks. Just give him thanks. Everybody give him thanks for your salvation. For your salvation. Thank you because you are saved forever. Because you believe by faith, you stand by faith, you live forever by faith. It's more the praise. Remember, the righteous one shall live by faith. Glory to God. Oh, I stand by faith. I live by faith. Oh, I live forever by faith. Why? The price that Christ has paid for me has made sin impotent in my life. So, therefore, sin, even sin, has no power over me. So, because what Christ has done, all I need to do is to put my faith in what Christ has done. Glory to God. And I've I've done that. I've earned my faith upon Christ. And upon his skill, I've taken my stand. Glory to God. Oh, give him praise. You are safe forever. You have the Holy Ghost in you forever. The Holy Ghost, the Spirit of, the Spirit of God that worked at the beginning to make all the earth. No, that's, that same Spirit lives in you. Glory to God. So you are saved. Glory to God. And the Holy Ghost is in you. Glory to God. The Holy Ghost is in you to help you through life, to guard you, to lead you, to empower you. Thank Him for the Holy Ghost. Thank Him for your salvation. Thank Him for your salvation. Thank God for the Holy Ghost. Oh, thank you for the Holy Ghost. 
Oh, thank you. Thank you for your word. Thank you for the help of the Holy Ghost. Oh, glory to God. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. Oh, thank you. Tonight, I bring you right now for, for yourself or for anyone that is going through a doubtful phase. Ah, we will not lose you. We will not lose you. We will not lose you. We speak to every wandering child. You come back home. We decree over every wandering child. You come back home. We decree over every wandering child. You come back home. The Bible says, Shall they pray of the mind to be set free? Or the captive of the terrible delivered? Shall they pray of the mind to be set free? Or the captive of the terrible be delivered? The Bible says, Thus says the Lord, Even the captives of the mighty shall be set free. And the prey of the terrible delivered. It says, For I will contend with them that contend against you. And I will save your children. So therefore, I stand on this word. And I decree the war of God against everyone, every issue, every force, every doubtful spirit contending against generation. Against our people, we come against you. The Lord goes to war over you. The Lord contends with you. The Lord contends with you. The Lord contends with you. Maya, and our children are safe. Our children are safe. Our children are safe. Our children are safe. In the name of Jesus. We pray for the church in Nigeria right now. We understand the ongoing work against unbelief. Aya, this war is won. This victory is won. Victory is as in Christ. Our children are safe. Higher. The Lord will save our children in the name of Jesus. Oh, we lose no one. We lose no one. Everyone, that's one, moving away, you come back home. You are rooted and grounded, you know, and enjoying the love of the Father again. Every question is answered. Every doubt destroyed. That foul spirit, then act on people's ears and thoughts and keep telling them nonsense and garbage. That doesn't, make, that, 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 that doesn't even make, you know, too much wisdom like that. We come against you. We end your, your, we end your oppression in their lives in the name of Jesus. We come against you. We come against you. Doubt. We come against you. We come against you. You will not win this world. You will not, you cannot win this world. Why? We won't give up. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Oh, thank you, Lord, for victory. Because victory belongs to us because we're in Christ. Glory to God. Higher. Oh, because our prayers are getting answered. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Every woman, child is coming back home. Everyone struggling with their faith. Okay? Right now, you are rooted and grounded. You have the grace. You experience God's grace like not before. So are you rooted and you are grounded. You know God's love more than ever before. I pray for you. A new season of knowing the love of God. A new season of knowing the love of God. A new season of knowing the love of God. A new season of God's love watching over you. Right now, wherever you are watching right now, I pray for you. The love of God begins to overwhelm you. The love of God overwhelms you. This love, oh, that chases, that chases, that chases night and day. Oh, that breaks, breaks every wall down. That, that, that brings down every life. This love goes after you and wins you back home. I pray right now the ministry of angels. Angels go on assignment to, 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 to ensure this word comes to pass. In the name of Jesus. Just in my prayer. Amen. Hey, hope you were blessed by the sermon. Feel free to visit our website www.thisgreenchurch.org for more info. God bless you.